and thank you for tuning in to Faith Worship Center's weekly sermon. We hope you are inspired and encouraged by this week's message as we all live to bring more of heaven to earth. Um, so what Bill said in that stirring night video was um, when you're going through a season in your life where it doesn't seem like you can really hear God, it's just like you're maybe a little foggy and things aren't as clear as maybe they used to be at one time with the Lord. And, and so you're not really tuned into hearing them and you really can't see a lot that's happening. Like not much is, is really happening. He said, so you'll be, your prayers will probably be like this. God, I just want to hear you. I just want to see you. And Bill was going through one of these times like that with the Lord. And the Lord asked him a question. And he said, can you remember? And Bill said, yeah, I can remember. He said, then remember what I've done. And invest your faith that I can do it again. And then you'll start hearing and seeing. I, that really rocked me. I don't know. That just rocked me. Stirring nights. Great night. Guys, come on out. You're going to love it. I think we had 30 people show up on Tuesday night, which was really good. Wednesday night. Thank you very much for getting the night already. Wow. We have a really exciting time in baptism. We're going to just, uh, before we go into the baptism, we're going to um, uh, take communion. And it was this week, uh, actually last week, that the Lord began putting something on my, my mind. This is actually before I heard Bill say this about remembering. And the two guys, the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, you guys know that Bible story. They're on the road to Emmaus, and they're just talking about the events that had just transpired days before where Jesus was crucified. And they were on a seven-mile walk to the road to Emmaus, there to the city of Emmaus. And as they're on that road, they're talking, and they're discoursing back and forth about um, just all the stuff. And Jesus just suddenly shows up next to him and starts walking with him. And he says, why are you guys so sad? What are you guys talking about so sad? And they tell him, you know, they crucified they crucified our Lord, our Messiah. We thought that he was the one that was going to restore us. And they crucified him. And to make matters worse, this is how these two guys phrase this, to make matters worse, some of the some of the people that were with some of the other disciples actually went to his tomb and found the tomb empty. And then to make matters even worse, some of the other disciples said they saw him, that he appeared to them, and that he's, he's living to make matters worse. I think that's really funny, but he's alive. And then Jesus began to explain to them what was written in the prophets, in Moses, and in the Psalms concerning the Messiah. And he began to talk to them, and, and he began to share things, and he was sharing with them things that he shared with them all along before his death. And yet they, they still weren't connecting. And as they're walking along, he's, he's sharing. I imagine he talked very much just like he did when he was uh, with them. 
Um, and he's going into going up to their house, and they they say, "Come on in with us." He says, "Oh, I, I've got to keep moving. I got to keep going on. I have other things to do, or whatever." He said, and they said, "No, come on in. Take take the time with us. We, we'd like to have you. It's late anyway. It's not we're out of daylight. So come have supper with us." So he comes in, which, by the way, is a very Eastern thing of hospitality. They. You, you almost want to say no to someone being hospitable to you because then they're going to increase the petition to have you do what they want. So he comes in, he sits down, and they're sitting there having supper, and he, he, takes, he takes the bread and he breaks it. And it says, as soon as he broke the bread, they knew who he was, and he disappeared. Now, I think this story is so amazing because he's, he's pleading with their memory. He's, the whole time he's talking and walking with them, he's, he's going upon their memory. He's saying, Can you, are you guys remembering me? Do you remember? I'm saying these things to you so that you remember me. Do you remember? But they're walking along. They're not seeing and not, not hearing. They're not understanding. Until he gets to that part where he takes the bread and he breaks it. And I imagine suddenly they're remembering the Last Supper where he takes the bread and he breaks it. He says, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. See? And he didn't say all that. He just took the bread and he broke it. And that's when their eyes were opened. And that's when he was gone. So if you're not hearing clearly and you're not Seeing clearly, you can remember clearly. Unless you're like me and can't remember even what Bill Johnson said Wednesday night. Um, just how many times in life do we go through life where we, we, we're not sure he's there? Is he with us? Are we hearing him? Is he there? He's there. He's there. His words are there. His actions are there. He's there. He's not going to leave us and he's never going to forsake us. He's there. He's there for you. He's there for me. I love that song. He just won't fail. He can't, and he won't. I love baptisms. I, I love performing them. We've done many. We've done them in cold rivers. We've done them in cold lakes. We've done them in swimming pools. I just love them. But something about this baptism has changed something in me concerning baptisms. Maybe it's the progression that I've been walking, the Lord's been unfolding uh, revelation to me about who I am and who he says that I am and who he is and our union together with each other. Maybe that's what it is. But I believe that the early New Testament church had a had a completely 
different, fuller understanding of what baptism really was. I was looking through some of the church fathers, um, one of the creeds that was written in uh, 100 AD, actually. And those who were being baptized were uh, required before they got baptized, they were required to uh, quote part of this creed of who Jesus was, who G- what what it means to be baptized. And they were required to do that because people were, the, the church was growing. Christianity was growing. People were coming into Christianity. They were overwhelmed uh, with how many people were getting saved and how many people were coming to the Lord. And a lot of these people had no scriptural understanding. They had no background of of who God was. And they were coming in with their own ideas, with their own gods, and their own understanding about gods, and they were trying to mix the two. And so they really wanted this, the people being baptized into Christianity, they really wanted to know, they wanted the, the baptizes to know what they were doing and why they were doing it. Romans 6, 1 to 11 says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, we have been united together in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with. Not just pardoned, not just forgiven, not just covered. Done away with. (laughs) That we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once and for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise. Hey, you. Likewise. You. Reckon yourselves dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. I love that passage. I, whenever I hear um, anybody say, well, we're just sinners saved by grace. I just have to ask, what Bible have you read? Because we were sinners. But we were baptized into Christ. Which is being baptized into righteousness. And sin no longer has mastery over us. 
So we're not sinners saved by grace. We were sinners. But we've been saved by grace. And the sacrifice that Jesus made dealt with the sin once and for all. Ah, That's good news, isn't it? Thanks again for listening to this week's message. If you'd like more information about our church, visit faithworship.org. Thank you.